Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshabar Hartman, with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at their location. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle National in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can get them on Facebook, YouTube, and the website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. And before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song.
you sense his presence. Victory belongs to you, Jesus, because of what you did on the cross, because of the torture, the shame, the beating. The suffering, the pain, just think about everything that Jesus went through so we can have the victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why wouldn't someone love him? Why wouldn't someone accept him? Why wouldn't someone believe in him, trust in him? Why wouldn't someone thank him for what he did? Because he didn't have to do it. He chose to do it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Have a couple of birthdays coming up. December the 4th. December the 4th. My oldest aunt. We call her Ain't Jean Gladys be celebrating a birthday December the 4th and one of my beloved childhood friends Patrick as I call him Maurice Allen their birthday is actually the same day December the 4th and interesting interestingly his mother and my birthday is the same day, March the 7th. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, go ahead and get into the word, amen. 
coming out of the book of First John. That's First John. If you go to Revelations and turn back to your left, be First John, the fourth chapter, starting at verse one. First John, fourth chapter, starting at verse one. Victory belongs to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. First John, fourth chapter, starting at verse one. And it reads, Beloved, or how some say beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. I'm going to say that again. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore, speak they of the world. And the world hears. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth. And the spirit of error. I'm going to read verse 1 and verse 6 again. Verses 1 and verse 6. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Verse 6 reads, We are God, he that knoweth God, heareth us. He that is not of God, heareth not us. Hereby know spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The title of the message this morning is The Battle of Beliefs. The Battle of Beliefs. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for 
charging your angels to be protecting us, watching over us, keeping us in their care of God, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy, keeping us from harm and danger. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah. To see, to witness this glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Because of the new mercies that came with it. And your all-sufficient grace. Thank you, Father, for your word. Your word that saves. Your word that heals. Your word that delivers. Your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins. To stand in the gap for us, Father. To go through the suffering and the pain and the shame. The ridicule. Thank you, Father, for allowing Jesus to take the sins of the world to the cross. To be crucified. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. But he went on a mission, Father, to take the keys of hell from Satan, stripping him of his power. That he had over the earth. And thank you Father for raising Jesus up. On the third day. With all power in his hands. And delegating that power to us. Saying this power that I have. I now give unto you. Go into all the world. Preaching the gospel. Teaching all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father. And of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And thank you Father for receiving Jesus. Into heaven. With the sinless precious. Conquering blood. Hallelujah. Giving us. The victory. seating him on your right hand. And thank you, Father, for sending Holy Spirit, our guide, our teacher, our comforter. And thank you for you, Almighty God, our Father, Jehovah, the creator of all things. Thank you for considering us, Father. For even wowing the angels that they may ask, what is man that thou considerest him and the son of man that thou visitest him? Thank you, Father, for even calling us your own those who have 
receive your son, Jesus, as our Lord and Savior. And now, fathers, we receive your word. Help us to apply to our lives, to make it personal, God, that we may go out and not just represent you, but represent you. That someone may ask, what must I do to be saved? We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The battle of belief. The battle of belief. That's what this this struggle, this This war between, as they say, good and evil is all about the battle of beliefs. Who do you believe? As Isaiah said, whose report? Will you believe? Let's look at the word belief. Belief. Belief is a state or habit of mind. It's in the mind. In which trust or confidence is placed in some person or thing. It's a state or habit of mind in which trust or confidence is placed in some person or thing. Belief is conviction of the truth of some statement or the reality of some being or phenomenon, especially when based on examination of evidence. So the question is, what's the evidence? What's the evidence when it pertains to the truth? That's how we weigh it. That's how we examine it. Does it line up with the word of God? Another word for belief is faith. Faith, F-A-I-T-H, faith. Faith is belief and trust in and loyalty to God. That's what faith is. Faith is belief in the traditional doctrines of a religion. It's a firm belief in something for which there is no proof. Believing in something which there is no proof. Something that is believed, especially with strong conviction. Especially a system of religious beliefs. That's what faith is. The first definition, belief 
and trust in and loyalty to God. Let's let's go to St. Mark. St. Mark, the 11th chapter. St. Mark, the 11th chapter, beginning at verse 22. Talking about the battle of beliefs. St. Mark 11, chapter, starting at verse 22. And it reads, And Jesus answering saith unto him, Have faith in God. Or as we shared last week, another translation had says, have the faith of God or have the God kind of faith. So have faith in God for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Believe. Believing and trusting in and the loyalty to God, having the faith of God, says have faith in God. Now let's look at the second definition of faith. Belief in the traditional doctrines of a religion. Let's go to Romans 16th chapter. Romans 16th chapter. Let's lay the foundation right now. Romans 16th chapter. Starting at verse 17. And it reads, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses Contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. Hmm. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Good words and fair speeches. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise until that which is good. Emphasis on good. And simple concerning evil. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. So the emphasis is on good, good doctrine. 
Let's turn to First Timothy. First Timothy, fourth chapter. Starting at verse one. And it reads, Now the Spirit speaking expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Some say it's a sin to eat pork. Some some actually believe that. Some don't believe in eating cows. Some don't believe in in eating chicken. Imagine that. Because they worship. And what they worship, they don't eat. I don't know about you. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't be a part of that faith. My my personal motto is blessed and drop it. Whatever it is. Some things I don't eat because I don't eat. I don't eat chitlins because of the smell of it. I don't care how good somebody cook it. I don't care how good somebody says it tastes. I choose not to eat it. But it's not because I believe it's sin. So that's what Paul is 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 is, is talking about here. Talking about People commanding to abstain from meats, which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. See, that's the key, knowing the truth. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You're not bound. You're free. You're free to eat whatever is put before you. Just bless it. Thank God for it. It says right here, receive with thanksgiving. We we, we just celebrated what people call thanksgiving. And I don't know about you, 
I enjoyed myself. Verse 4 says, for every creature of God is good. There it is. Every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused. If it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith, and of good doctrine, there it is again, good doctrine, until thou hast attained, but refuse profane and all wise stables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness, for bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God. We trust in the living God emphasis on living who is the savior of all men especially of those that believe believe that's the key word of those that believe believe what Let's go to St. John. 2nd John, 2nd John. 2nd John. Starting at verse 7. And it reads, For many deceivers are entered into the world Who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive in full reward. Whosoever transgresses and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ. There it is. That's the good doctrine. The doctrine of Christ. He has both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God speed. 
For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Hmm. Who are you allowing in your house? Not your physical house. We're talking spiritually. Who are you allowing in your house, in your spirit? The things that you're seeing, you're looking at, you're watching. The things you're listening to, you're hearing. Who are you allowing in your house? Let's go to Ephesians. Ephesians 4th chapter. Ephesians the 4th chapter. Starting at verse 4. And it reads, There is one body. There is one body. Talking about the belief in the traditional doctrines of a religion. There is one body and one spirit. Even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord. One faith. One baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. One Lord, one faith. One baptism. Is there... One body and one spirit. That spirit is capitalized, which speaks of Holy Spirit. Next definition firm belief in something for which there is no proof. Firm belief. In something for which there is no proof. Let's go to Hebrews 11 chapter. Hebrews 11 chapter. Verse 1. And it reads, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Says it's the evidence of things not seen. Firm belief in something for 
which there is no proof. Don't have to see it to believe it. I'll say that again. You don't have to see it to believe it. Let's look at that in the Amplified Bible. Hebrews 11, chapter first verse. And it reads, Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. Listen to this. Being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. What is not revealed to the senses. Well, you don't have to see it to believe it. Let's look at the next definition of faith. Something that is believed, especially with strong conviction, especially a system of religious beliefs. A system of religious beliefs. Hebrews, the 10th chapter. Hebrews, the 10th chapter. Verse 22. And it reads, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance. A true heart with full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Now, now understand that we're speaking spiritually. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Our bodies our spirit being washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. So it's having that that strong conviction that Assurance of faith says without wavering. Let's go to Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. Go read verse 25. Verse 25 through verse 27. And it reads, Husbands, love your wives 
even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Look at that. Look at that comparison, that parallel. Says, husband, love your wives even as or just like Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. See that, that that's what it means when it when it when it says in Hebrews, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Pure water, the the, the watering. Verse 26, Ephesians 5th chapter, verse 26, it says that he may sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. It's spiritual. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish. Washing with the watering of the word. Having that strong conviction. What's that conviction? Verse 28 reads, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. As their own bodies. When Adam saw Eve, he said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. God said that they now shall become one. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord, the church. That's the key. Just like Christ loved the church. For we are members of his body. That's key. It says one body. One Lord. One faith. One baptism. For we are members of his body. And of his flesh and of his bones.
for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and they too shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Christ and the church. We have to be one with Christ. And the way we become one with Christ through his word. Accepting him as our Lord and Savior. Battle of belief. The battle of belief is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. In Ephesians Ephesians 6, verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. How do we stand? Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's how we prepare for the battle. The battle of belief, this, this spiritual battle. Let's look at look at our, our base passage. First John, fourth chapter. First John, fourth chapter. And we're going to read it in, in the message translation. 4th John, 1st John, 4th chapter, verse 1 in the message translation. And it reads, my dear friends, don't believe everything you hear. Carefully weigh and examine what people tell you. Not everyone who talks about God comes from God. There are a lot of lying preachers loose in the world. Hmm. Lying preachers. That's that's like an oxymoron. Lying preachers. 
Here's how you test for the genuine spirit of God. Everyone who confesses openly his faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came as an actual flesh and blood person, comes from God and belongs to God. And everyone and everyone who refuses to confess faith in Jesus has nothing in common with God. This is the spirit of Antichrist that ye heard was coming. Well, here it is, sooner than we thought. That's a phrase, sooner than we thought. My dear children, you come from God and belong to God. You have already won a big victory over those false teachers. Victory belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. And because victory belongs, because victory belongs to Jesus, victory belongs to us. You have already won a big victory over those false teachers. For the spirit in you is far stronger than anything in the world. These people belong to the Christ-denying world. They talk the world's language and the world eats it up. But we come from God and belong to God. Anyone who knows God understands us and listens. The person who has nothing to do with God will, of course, not listen to us. This is another test for telling the spirit of truth from the spirit of deception. There it is. That, that's that spiritual battle. The spirit of truth versus the spirit of deception, trickery, witchcraft. In Christian science, illusion about the nature of reality that is the cause of human suffering. Illusion about the nature of reality that is the cause of human suffering. It's an illusion. Appearing to be the truth. But in reality, it's deception. The contradiction of truth. That's what deception is. The contradiction of truth. And it's, it's interesting that it starts with the word con. The word con, C-O-N, which is all about deception. 
all about trickery. Some people say the word fear. The letters of the word fear, F-E-A-R, stands for false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. That's how Satan presents it. Because he's the father of lies. And it says that there is no truth in him. There is no truth in him. So this this battle of beliefs is between the spirit of truth and the spirit of deception. Whose report will you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord. I'm going to end with this. Second Timothy. Second Timothy, third chapter. The third chapter. And I'm going to read this whole chapter. Verses 1 through 17. Because it sums up. This battle of beliefs. This spiritual battle between the spirit of truth and the spirit of deception. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. And it reads, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Listen to this description of the last days of these perilous times. It says, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Unthankful, unholy, with natural affection, without, emphasis on without, without natural affection. Natural affection is male and female. I'm going to let that sink in. Without natural affection, truth breakers, 
false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Listen to that. Despisers of those that are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Remember last week, we read in Psalm 16:11 where it says, In his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. So, so, so you get pleasures from being in the presence of God. Your, your, your love, your, your desire is being in his presence. That's how you enjoy his pleasures. But, but this says lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers' lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Says ever learning. Itching ears, listening to this news station, listening to this on social media, listen to this. Ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Janice and Jambres withstood Moses. So do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt mind, reprobate concerning the faith. Janice and Jambres say they withstood Moses, resisting the truth. That's a spirit of deception. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, and theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, Charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, and Iconium, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Listen to Paul's confession. It says, yea. 
and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Jesus said, in this world, ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. We have victory in Christ Jesus. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Things are not going to get better. But that's confirmation that we're in the last days. So we we, we shouldn't be worried. We, we, We shouldn't fear. We should be excited. Those who know and understand it says, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Here's where I wanted to get to. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. This Bible, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That's what this Bible is. Some say the the letter in the word Bible, B-I-B-L-E, stands for basic instruction before leaving earth. Says for instruction in righteousness that the man of God Man, remember, is universal. Not It's speaking of, of, of male and female. That the man of God may be perfect. Y'all know how I feel about that word. May be perfect. Perfect means wanting nothing. As, as we shared last week, Psalm 23rd chapter verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's being perfect. Wanting nothing. Being mature. Says thoroughly, truly furnished unto all good works. When you know the truth,
it already gives you the victory over deception. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. You're not deceived. You're not tricked. Because you know the truth. The battle of beliefs is all about the spirit of truth versus the spirit of deception. Now you know. Now you know. Father, thank you. Thank you for reminding us of why you sent your word. Because it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Thank you for giving us your word. That we may be perfect, wanting nothing, mature in the faith. Perfect has nothing to do with sin. All about being whole, being mature, being complete in Him. Jesus says, Be thou perfect. For the Lord thy God is perfect. God told a man, says, be perfect, for I am perfect. He was telling him to have faith in him. When you have faith, in God, you want nothing. You need nothing. You desire nothing because you're in Him. Father, thank you for receiving us, for sending your Son Jesus. To be our Lord and Savior. That we may have access to you. And that we may overcome the wiles of the devil. That we may not be ignorant of his devices. But that we will put on the whole armor of God 
Thank you, Father, for giving us the victory through your son, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The battle of beliefs. The battle of beliefs. The spirit of truth versus the spirit of deception. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.